Welcome to Beyond the Bombshell, the podcast that dives deep into the heart and soul of real life. I'm your host, Michelle Stokes, and I'm here to guide you through this empowering journey. We'll talk about real life and what it truly takes to be a strong, confident, and fulfilled woman. Join us as we rewrite the rules and celebrate the extraordinary and fierce women we all are. We'll share insights, build a space for uncomfortable conversations, and truly just embrace real life. Let's go beyond the surface and find your real life bombshell. Hello and happy new year. It is 2024. It's going to take me a while to get used to writing 2024. I've noticed a couple times already as I'm writing the date or signing a card or signing a document. I'm just like, crap. <laughs> the tree, the tree here, this, that's the bay of me. The three of 2023 quickly gets scratched and turned into a four. I'm excited that you are returning and listening. I'm really excited and happy if you are a first time listener and are just joining in as well. We do have 20 something other episodes you can go back and listen to. And if you are a faithful listener and you've gone through all 20 plus episodes from 2023 and are here and excited for 2024, I am trying my best to open up a little bit more. Yeah, I've been brainstorming some ideas and some things I think would be cool to talk about. And I think I talked about this before, but just being in the public eye a little bit and in a a very professional sales role, sometimes I feel I have to keep things a little bit more professional (laughs) than I would like sometimes. Even though like my Instagram page, I do keep things pretty real, but sometimes it could get a little bit realer, but I just have to get to a level where I'm really comfortable. So I'm hoping that's going to happen this year. That's one of the things on my bucket list. So I've kind of done some reflection and looking at like 2023 and looking at 2024. And I thought I'd just come on today and just ramble a little bit about last year and what this year looks like for me personally. And If you're not interested, if you're in a headspace where you're not quite ready to think about the new year, or if you are like, let's go girl, I already have my plan, I don't need your inspiration, I don't need your input, go for you, wait for the next episode. (laughs) If not, just sit back and listen, and I hope you enjoy today's podcast. If you have any input, any questions, any concerns, anything at all, you know I'm always available over DM for a quick chat, voice message even a coffee. So let's see where today's episode takes me. First things first, I'm 37. If you follow me on social media, you know that, you know, I'm a New Year's baby. My birthday is January 2nd, which has its pros and its cons. Lots. When I was younger, I'll say a lot more cons than pros because that one good Christmas present that I asked Santa for every year always ended up being that's for your birthday and for Christmas because your birthday is just so dang close to Christmas. And now as an adult and sidebar, my husband Josh's birthday is January 3rd. So, you know, you celebrate New Year's. Michelle turns, has her birthday in January 2nd. Then my husband has his birthday January 3rd. So we both get cut short, I guess, on our birthday celebrations because everyone's exhausted from Christmas and from New Year's and personally most times we are as well and 
his birthday happens to fall a day after mine so his is a little bit more even in the shadow because everyone just celebrates with me and then they're like oh my god now we gotta celebrate with josh so i'm 37 this year 2024 i turned 37 and maybe we'll talk about that for a little bit because a lot of people have asked me like how does it feel to be 37 and i think it's just a number and that sounds so like oh of course she would say that but I don't feel any older than what I felt like 10 years ago. I, I don't know. Like, I don't feel old. Like, I don't know when I turned a big 4-0, will things feel differently or not? But honestly, I feel, and I said this to Josh a couple of days ago, that like, I feel like every year I get older, I just feel like I'm figuring myself out a little bit more. Like I'm getting more confident or more open i feel more comfortable like in my body like sexier like our love life like all that all those things i feel like get better but i don't feel old you know my son is 10 and he's learned about puberty in school that makes me feel like not old i don't feel old i'm just like what the heck i like how do i have a kid who's going through puberty and learning about it in school learning about it in school like i'm not that old also, sidebar, my mom and dad had my youngest sister, Kelsey, if she's listening right now, when I was 16. So I'm 16 years older than my youngest sister. And my mom was 36, 37. And at the time, 16-year-old Michelle was mortified, mortified that my parents were having SEX. And now I'm thinking, what the hell? <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah. This is a very eye-opening for me, but I am. I turned 37 this year and it's pretty cool. It's, I'm not upset about it. I'm not like overexcited about it. Like I'm neutral about it. And I just very, I'm just very aware of how I think I just, I'm still maturing. I feel like there's still time and still space and still room for me to mature and, and grow. And 37 is just going to be another year of that, I feel. So yeah, let's start off 2024, one year closer to 40. So there's that. I made a, a list of, you see it on Instagram right now. It's like the fad, the reel that's going around. Maybe I'll share it once this episode goes live of like, you know, this year I want to do more of and like less of if you haven't seen it then you will because it's going viral i think i'm hoping i'll do it too so i'm going to list out mine from this year what i hope what i hope this year i've never really done new year's resolutions i'm sure at some point in my life i'm like yeah i'm going to exercise more or i'm going to eat better i'm going to drink more or whatever but i didn't have a i haven't had a new year's resolution in a really long time because the new year doesn't really feel like a fresh start anymore it doesn't feel like a fresh start. It just feels like that was a great break. And now I'm back to what I was doing before, if that makes sense. If you can relate. It's not like I'm coming back after Christmas break and the calendar hits, you know, January 1st. And it's like, oh, I have to start this. It's that That's not me. And it hasn't been for a long time. Because I feel like every single week, <laughs> there's something that I feel like we need to improve on or we need to be working better on or something we put on the parking list to be pinned to implement or do later. So I feel like New Year's resolutions just aren't a thing for us. It's like a constant, regular, every, I don't say every day, but every week, every month, every quarter, there's, there's something new that we're trying to do a little bit better. So that's a runaround of what New Year's resolutions look like. But I worked on my list of things I want to do more of this year and less of. So I'm going to read them out to you. 
and maybe some I'll explain and some you'll just get it. So 2024, Michelle, her 37-year-old self, wants more fancy pajamas because when I go into bed right now, if you've seen me, I have a old beer t-shirt on and some legging-type pajama pants from Walmart somewhere, which are super, super comfortable. My husband loves them. He's like, I'd rather you wear those and your satin silk expensive pajamas, but I want to wear more fancy pajamas. I want to do more professional marketing or content creation. And that kind of just looks like more collaborating with local photographers probably or local businesses or Airbnbs or whatever and just trying to get some good some good shots because, you know, selfies are great. Josh is not an instant husband, so what he gets of me is very minimal. So I'm hoping to jump on and maybe do some collaborations with a few more photographers, some fresh, more professional marketing. And that is both, I guess, business and personal because everything on Bombshell really is just personal, just trying to connect with everybody. So yeah, hopefully more, more of that. More real life. I think I do share real life, but sometimes I just skim the surface of those like low points, the rabbit holes that I kind of find myself in sometimes. I'm just extremely exhausted. So I'm hoping I went to psychologist before Christmas and my first time ever. And the realization of that first session was that I have a shield. I have a very strong, like protective shield around me that I guess protects me from getting too vulnerable or too close or too intimate sometimes or too emotional lots of times. And it just really helps me put on a really strong front and I think I need to work on opening that up or breaking it down or what, whatever the right terminology is of that. So I'm hoping a personal piece of 2024 will be trying to figure out why and where that came from and how I can just open it up a little bit. So more real life, more working remote. If anyone from the team is listening to me, this is happening. I am whether it's from home or coffee shops or from our cottages around the bay, or maybe it's just random Airbnbs that people want to collaborate and let me go there and like set up shop to work for a couple of days. Maybe it's traveling more. Me and Josh were talking about this supper time about, you know, how, how could we take up, you know, how could we take off a couple of weeks, maybe a month and just travel and work, ideally just travel. <laughs> but if it means like working and traveling, like, could we do that? And I think in my role, I could 100%, his might be a little bit more challenging, but I personally want to work and I will be working more remotely this year and spend a very minimal time in house and office just because I just like being around people and bumming into people I know more fancy fits but I think maybe sharing fancy fits with you but I think more of like a capsule wardrobe but that's not really a word I use a lot of but I just want more basic pieces that I can just like dress up or dress down or wear, you know, just think of like, you know, a black turtleneck, like more just simple. Like I don't have that go-to pair of jeans. I started it last year where I was hunting for those favorite jeans and I bought like 10 pairs and I wear them sporadically, not very much. If you follow me, you know, I wear black pants, black bottoms all the time, but jeans a little bit, but I'm going to try and work harder on building that like 
capsule wardrobe where that like perfect pair of jeans and that perfect black top and that perfect black dress where I can just keep re-wearing these things. More saving money, honey. <laughs> I'll add that. I'm going to add that on right now. Just because it gets so easy to, we've stopped using a credit card now for a long time. We use a credit card for like a lot of business things just because we want to make sure automatic payments stuff comes out. But We've stopped using a credit card for personal use for a long time, but it's still really easy to just keep spending, swiping your debit card and not really sitting down and realizing how much you're actually spending. So we're going to try and look at that a little bit, a little bit closer this year. More 9.30 bedtimes. I do go to bed 9.30 lots of times, but lots of times I come up with Scarlett, put her to bed, and I make my way back downstairs. It's 9 o'clock, and then I just go down a rabbit hole where I stay up a little bit later, and I fall asleep on the couch, and it's just a disaster. So more 9.30 bedtimes with my bedtime routine of washing my face. More date nights. More, I don't need to elaborate on that one. Maybe we'll talk about that one on a different one. More collaborations. I found this year, the second half of this year, I was really focused and spent a lot of time with accountability and leadership and coaching and stuff with the team. And I really uh, had a lot less time with, you know, collaborations, networking, going to events and stuff. And not that I didn't really have the time, just sometimes I just emotionally, physically, mentally just couldn't fathom thinking about getting ready and going because there's just a lot of like decision fatigue and stuff like that when it comes to trying to figure out all the pieces to our business role in our life so I want to get back to doing more of that and more of doing it just because I love doing it not not because I feel like I have to more purposeful time online and I talk about this in one of our sessions that I taught at the office where you can mindlessly scroll or you can purposely scroll where you are looking at, you know, your followers or the people that you follow, maybe as past clients, maybe as friends, families, whoever it is. And you're being very purposeful to engage and look and see what they are posting and what they are sharing. So you keep, this is why I keep up to date with, you know, anything that's happening in their lives. So I know to send them congratulations or you know, best wishes or messages or handwritten cards or presents or whatever that may look like. So I just want, I found myself like during Christmas being in a rabbit hole of just mindlessly scrolling. I don't go on TikTok, even though we have it. So I can imagine how bad it will be. I post on TikTok, but then I just get off. But I have found myself in a rabbit hole of mindlessly scrolling through stories and not really like paying attention to what I'm looking at or who I'm actually following. So I have to get uh, a little bit I guess this is kind of like New Year's resolutions, but not really. It's just, I just want to do more of these things. And I'm not starting it. It's what I already do. I just want to be more purposeful with it. So things I want to do less of in 2024 is online shopping. Um, I never said shopping in general. I know I did say saving money, but online shopping, just because I want to make sure a friend of mine who's really big in like the social enterprise world explained to me that Michelle, shopping local it could mean, you know, a small mom and pop shop. It could be a small maker. It could be, you know, someone local who's doing something from her basement. But shopping local also just means, you know, you are buying at the local H&M or the local Donovan or something local at the Avalon Mall instead of ordering it at H&M online. Like that, that also equally is still 
giving back to like our local economy. So I just want to, I've since COVID have ordered groceries through Zipcart, through, you know, personal shoppers. I have just conveniently during Christmas time ordered as much stuff as possible through like Amazon and all the websites so it can conveniently effortlessly this come to my door and what it me physically having to go out in public to go shopping and a part of me loves it and then a part of me misses going out I think I save more money honestly <laughs> if I shop online I might shop more frequently but I'm more purposeful at what I buy because I have not gone to Costco this is like disclaimer I have not been to Costco since COVID so since 2020 I have not entered through co to through costco's doors i like got rid of my membership i just use Zipcart or personal shopper and they do the shopping for me and a part of it was because when i would go i would just spend way more money than was on my list i was going for like fruit vegetables you know the necessities and then i would see something in the clothes section then i would have to go down to seasonal section and i would have to go down the pillows and the blah 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 it's just like you know kind of going to winter you pick up random things you don't need so i have found that i you know i may pay this shopper you know 30 50 who whatever it is a trip to go shopping for me but i ultimately spend less money because he only gets what's on my list but the few times that i did have to go out shopping because i was too close to christmas I've always bumped into people I know and I really enjoy that. Like I, I actually enjoy running into people that I know or maybe someone recognizes me from social media and they come up chatting with me. And I, I just love that connection with people. So I just had to get out to do less, less online shopping just because I want to get out and just be more social. I already said my less mindless scrolling, less wasted evenings made it to the list because I've just find when work is really busy and like I mentioned decision fatigue before and myself and Josh, like in the real estate world, there's a lot of like, you know, client one-on-one -on -one things that our agents actually do right now. Um, but we work in behind the scenes with like the logistics, operations, the systems, the models, the documentation, the contracts, the, there's a lot of things uh, that we probably should have had three years ago that we didn't because we just, we kind of grew really fast and we're trying to work backwards so like a lot of decision fatigue happens and i've found that evenings you know i do just want to relax i just want to chill but like i need to figure out ways to relax and chill and still do stuff with the kids so less wasted evenings is really important i think we should revisit that one i might talk about that a little bit more real life mom less excuses and last less last minute cancellations because we all do it. You know, we're going to this event. It happened a couple nights ago. <laughs> and like last minute, you're just like, yeah, I'm not going. I just changed my mind. I, I can't go. And that sucks. It sucks for the people that invited you. It sucks for people who were hoping that you would go. And then it sucks for you because an hour into, you know, the event starting, you're like, man, I wish I would have went. So less of that. Less checklist. Less on my platter. Less overthinking and less micromanaging. So like these are the things that it's not new for 2024. It's just, I felt like writing down that I've been working on for a long time. So, so there we are. I will probably share that in a reel and jump on the viral trending, I guess, trending reels right now and, uh, and let you know a recap of those things again. 
2024, we don't really have any big plans. We do actually have a couple plans, but 2024, there's three things that are a highlight already and the year is not even here. And the first thing is it's mine and Josh's 10 year anniversary this year. We have been quote unquote married for 10 years. Our anniversary will be December. So we still got a few months away. He still has some time to figure out what the 10 year anniversary present's going to be. I'm torn. Do I need a new ring? Yes, because I don't wear an engagement ring or a wedding band right now because it does not fit. But do I equally also want more experience instead of material things in life right now? Yes. So would it be better to use that money, a trip or something? So stay tuned on that. But one highlight that's going to be happening this year is our 10 year anniversary. We are investing in another business. We have a business that we don't really talk about very much, our staging company that we are partners. Basically, we just financially fund the business and Josh plays an important role with all of us as owners when it comes to like regular meetings and making decisions and stuff, but we don't really do anything with the day-to-day things and it is beautiful. It is run so smoothly with our partners and it is magnificent, magnificent, amazing. (laughs) I can say that word. So we have an opportunity. We were approached last year for an opportunity to do something very similar, just kind of like private investors to invest in some shares of a company and just be like silent partners. And that's happening. I think we're in the works with our lawyers. So we're super excited about that. And third, without even making any big plans for this year, what's going to happen, but we are going to go back to Vegas this year. And some of you know why that's significant and some of you may not. You should go back to the episode to listen, but it will be an exciting, but probably very emotional and special trip. I think, I think it's going to be fun and exciting too. Like we're going to Vegas. Like I can't wait. It's we're piggybacking off uh, a conference for work. So it's like, okay, it's an excuse to go back. I will say a really good excuse to come. It's going to be amazing. We're going to see some amazing speakers, but we're going to go a couple days earlier so we can go and like process everything and just kind of do our personal piece of that trip before we dive into professional and like work piece of it. So it's going to be a big highlight, big highlight for 2024, emotional, maybe a little stressful, especially for my mom. <laughs> uh, and maybe for us as well, we haven't booked, we have our flights booked, we have a registration for the conference book. I've been looking at, you know, what concerts and what, like, what, you know, shows and stuff are going to be happening, but we haven't booked our hotel for it yet because I'm very torn on where I want to stay because ironically, the conference is in the hotel where the shooter was. So I don't think that will trigger anything of me. I think there will be things where like when I get on the elevator, I'm going to think like we've seen footage of like him getting on the elevator. I think that might do something, but I don't think it'll be really bad because I've never been in a hotel before. So nothing's going to trigger me. So I'm just, we haven't booked our hotels. That's something we, we have to do. Like it's January 5th right now as I'm recording this and we leave in a month and like a half or something like end of February. So we really need to do, do that, but it's the last piece. But that's three really important, I won't say bucket list, but three big highlights of 2024 already. And it's not here yet that I'm excited for on a both personal and professional level. It should be fun. It should be lots to talk about after we go through uh, all those things. 
what else can I talk about, about maybe reflection of 2023? I'm going to talk about a little bit of what we did in 2023. And I'm like a more, per, it's a personal level, but also professional. I've talked about, you know, shot my closet, that uh, charity event, for those who know what I'm talking about, like it was super, super big. But on our Christmas cards this year for the team, for our real estate team, we thought it'd be really cool to do like a recap of what we did and what we did for like give back. We'll say give where you live, closing for a cause, like that, that type of thing. And it's funny because if you follow realtors on social media, a lot of it is transactional, not relationship based. And we really want our business to be relationship based, not transactional. So you'll see a lot of realtors, you know, share a number and it's like the number of houses they closed. This year we thought it'd be different. It'd be cool to, because we track, you know, like our volunteer hours and what we give back and stuff like that. So we thought it'd be cool to share that and not just share the big number of like how many homes are closed. We sprinkle that in, of course, but we thought our success and our highlight of the year could be more around give back instead of just indirectly financial. <laughs> so I'll read a couple of things we put on our cards this year. And some of them are funny and some of them, I'm just opening it up now. Okay, let's see. So 99 food hampers delivered, 580 professional development hours taken, so training hours taken for all the team. I put 1.4 million selfies. There was probably more. <laughs> let's be real. 212 contributions to support KW Cares and families facing tragedy. So that's like a charity event within our brokerage that every time we get paid a contribution from our proceeds, goes to like a fund in case someone you know loses a loved one if there's a fire or whatever it, it goes to that we launched closing for a cause which is super super cool i personally maybe a couple of these were by the agents sent 426 handwritten cards that's a lot of cards so i know when we sent cards to you better not have thrown them away 125 keys exchanged Eight Q bands fueled. We do regular contributions to Home Again Furniture Bank. So I asked Maureen, one of the one of the main organizers over there, what you know, can you tell me instead of just telling me like you know what was the total amount of money that we gave to the charity this year, you know, we donated X amount of dollars. Like what did that give you? So she told me. She said that it was twenty eight Q bands fueled, and one hundred and twelve homes have furniture delivered. So that's super. Fifty warm bellies filled. The Boys and Girls Club. We donated over forty backpacks and supplies. That was in collaboration with the office. It wasn't just us, but it was a full backpack drive that we run through the office. Three hundred forty-six hours volunteered, which is awesome. Sixty hot hot, hot home cooked meals delivered. That was for the Boys and Girls Club as well. Three parties with a purpose. So every time we do an appreciation event or we do. Uh, referral event or anything we've been really trying to you know the event is free for whoever's coming but if you could like our fall appreciation event it was like you know the event is free but if you bring a small donation for our uh, Christmas toy drive like that would be awesome so we had a head start which is really cool 13 Christmas wishes came true which was through our toy drive we helped 13 children and 75 plus members had brunch with Santa so like super cool very successful that is success to me that you know we could talk about like how many deals we close how much gci you know how much volume millions and blah 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 all these words that would mean success but to me this we could be poor and if this was our list this would make me extremely happy because we just are making change so i'm super proud of that so 2023 
brought some very stressful things, very hard decisions to the team. We had to like really make some hard decisions and some changes with the team structure and stuff. And none of it was easy whatsoever. We're still trying to like play catch up with some of it, but all in all, it was a super successful professional, professional and personal year in 2023. So I'm going to end this with my birthday post. If you see my birthday post, it says I'm 37. It's 2024 and I'm 37. Here's to another year older, wiser, happier, calmer, curvier, and sexier. (laughs) Another year filled with moments, memories, milestones, self-acceptance, growth, success, connection, and community. A year that's a little bit slower, more peaceful, where I can find acceptance and feel almost content. A year full of laughter and moments of appreciation and like fine wine, here's to 37 years young and to welcoming 2024 with open arms and I'm sure it will have its hurdles, its challenges, its struggles, its highs and lots of lows and I hope I am mentally and emotionally ready to share all those with you. Until next time, we'll chat soon. Bye.